I think communication is definitely number one. Once you build a connection with your artist, you're pretty much going to be like loyal to her. I mean, for you're like- loyal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a hairstylist, right? You're not going to switch up on your exactly. hairstylist. You're going to follow her exactly. to the next city. I've also found that since I've started posting a lot more personal stuff, people really love those. I find those are my most popular photos. I also have to plan my finances. I have to order supplies. I mean, I do everything. I'm all, I, I'm, I'm the entire business. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Glam Gossip by LLBA Podcast. I'm your host, Pooja, and we are not in our studio. <laughs> we are doing a Zoom podcast. So this is going to be a new staple feature uh, the Glam Gossip Podcast. So we're very happy to, now we can speak to anyone. We can uh, invite any guests pretty much around the world now. So that's exciting and awesome. And um, yeah, we are having a lovely guest with us today. I would like to introduce you to, well, okay, our next guest needs no introduction. <laughs> she is very popular, well-loved in the Lash community, especially here in Canada. So I would like to introduce you all to you. Christine. <laughs> Welcome, Christine. Hi, from hi everybody. Studio. I'm Christine. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you for, for waking up early. You're a real yeah, champion. Yeah, with the so, time difference, yeah. <laughs> yes, so Christine lives in BC, and we're actually in GTA. So basically, mm -hmm. it's 8 a.m. for her and 11 a.m. for me. Yeah, which is a little but early for me, so but that's okay. <laughs> I'm here, I've got my coffee, I'm ready nice. to go. Nice, that's essential. <laughs> that is essential. So, exactly. um. So, Christine, today's topic is we're going to be discussing with Christine all about um, building a thriving lash business. And I think she is just the best person to um, to speak on this topic, really, Thank because you. you're very yeah. experienced, you're very successful, you're very well known. So, Thank well, you. why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Well, oh, wait, um, wait. okay, before you start, I forgot to say something. Yeah, okay. We are very familiar with Christine here at LLBA. She's actually one of our brand ambassadors, and she's a longtime supporter, customer um, of us. So we really appreciate that. And we really wanted to, you know, support her, give back to her. That's why we are so happy to um, bring her on over to the ambassador um ambassador team and now she's a content creator for us as well so we're so excited and I'm so sorry I interrupted you but go ahead oh, no, I just okay. had to say that before I forget <laughs> no it's totally fine yeah I um I started my business about four years ago again I think I mean it's one of those things like is it four years is it three years because of the pandemic right I think a lot of people have gone gone through that and as we know in the beauty industry it shut a lot of us down um, but I actually used to be a graphic designer before really? I was oh, cool. in the beauty industry. Yeah, I did it professionally for 11 years and I did love it for a long time. Um, but so it cool. really helped me market my current business because I had a background in marketing and advertising. I went to school for it. I did it for a very long time. Now, mind you, I did work for a building supply company. So the industry is a little different. But I mean, the same rules apply when it comes to marketing and advertising and things like that. So yeah, I started my business. I've always loved beauty and I wanted to do something. I actually started with microblading first. 
So I did that for mm. almost a year. And then I decided lashes was a nice natural transition. And it has just boomed since then. Like lashes, is, it's been my thing for sure. I got good at it quick. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was scary in the beginning, but it's, yeah, it's just, um, I love it. And I, I love my business and I'm so busy now and I'm so grateful. It's amazing. Amazing. So that's, that's the ink part of the blink. Yeah. Hence the name ink, ink and blink. Yeah. So originally it had started with the eyebrows and then I've, yeah, I do a lot more lashes. I do still do the occasional eyebrows and I would love to like right. train more in doing like powder brows and things like that and starting to branch into that as well. But uh, lashes is a great repeat business because you're seeing your clients every two to three weeks. It's a lot more and you get really good relationships with your clients over that time. I really love it. Like, you know, you almost feel like your clients are your friends, right? Because you see them so often, right? I mm -hmm. see them more often than I see most of my friends and family, right? Yeah. Right. That's very true. That's very mm -hmm. true. It's um more popular, right? To get extensions than microblading. I mean, there's pros yeah. and cons. Yeah. I think microblading was really big for a while there. And it, a lot of people really, really were really interested in it. But now that a bunch of people have gotten it, you know, they, they don't really need touch-ups or, you know, they only come for touch-ups once every couple of years or once a year. So you're not seeing them as often. So it just, seemed like a natural thing to branch into the lashes and I, I I really took to it I really enjoy it so yeah mm -hmm. and um let's go back to marketing you mentioned you have a background yeah. in marketing I wanted to ask you like what are kind of the marketing strategies and tactics that you use to grow um I mean I think I like an aesthetic look. So I'm very big on how my Instagram page looks. I'm very like, I want it to have a very specific look. I think if you can grab somebody aesthetically, if they are flipping through all these lash artists, say they're looking for someone in my city, I'm in Surrey, BC. So and they're looking for Surrey lashes or whatever they search on Instagram. You want your page to pop right? You want it to look different from everybody else's. And I feel like I have achieved that. I have a lot of people, a lot of girls will come to me and be like, I loved your Instagram page. It was so beautiful. And then I started looking at your photos and I realized, wow, your work's really nice. And then that's when I, a lot of times how I get my clientele. I used to do a bit of, um, like, uh, advertising online as well, where I would post ads on Instagram and stuff like that but I find oh, now okay. I don't like really paid advertising to. yeah Sorry? I I find I don't need to as much now uh now that I've kind of obviously grown a bit more of a following but yeah I mean I'm trying to think if there's any like tricks and tips I can give you guys or give anybody right but um I think mm -hmm. aesthetically it's just having a good good luck, good feed. And that really pops. And that seemed to have helped me a lot. And so, but where did you like draw inspiration from? Like, cause not everyone is like really, some people just have a natural knack for aesthetics, but like, how did you develop that or cultivate that or get ideas for that? Yeah, I mean, I'm, 
I'm not really sure. I feel like it does come a little bit naturally to me. I've always been in the artistic field and maybe that's a little bit of a tough answer because, you know, obviously people want tips and things like that. But I think uh, when it comes to Instagram, coming up with some kind of a grid system that's really, really appealing, um, color schemes are great and sticking with a color scheme that really that you can showcase across all of your platforms. So across your Facebook, across your TikTok, across your Instagram. And of course, when it comes to like business card, like business cards, but business materials in general. Um, and I also, I use things like loyalty cards. I find are great. Um, and just, you know, having people want to come back and things like that. And honestly, like one of the biggest mouth. sellers for me, yeah, is, is, referrals like if you keep your communication open with your clients and you make them feel really comfortable and they understand that you know lash extensions are not permanent there's always room for growth and change in their lashes you don't want somebody leaving your studio with lashes that they absolutely hate and then thinking this is it this is the all I can never have which is not true right of course there's always room for change mm -hmm. yeah. so what are some other like strategies that you found useful to help keep those clients you know coming back for their refills or just yeah. you know just in general having like repeat clients how did you maintain that or develop that I think the biggest thing is communication really keeping oh, open okay. lines of communication with your clients making sure that uh you know, they understand the maintenance and everything behind the lashes, but also that there is room for change, like I mentioned, because I feel like a lot of people are not very educated on lash extensions, especially the first time they come, but um, just making sure that they understand. And I always check in with my clients and I think they really like that. And if I do take photos and videos, I try to always send them photos and videos because it makes them really excited. And having a background in graphic design has been a great help for me when it comes to editing photos, editing videos and things like that, because I was doing that for years before I've, I have a degree in Photoshop and I have a degree in illustrator and I understand that not everybody does, but these things are pretty easy to learn nowadays. I mean, there's so many resources out there. YouTube is a great resource, I think, mm -hmm. but uh, I think communication is definitely number one. Because even if your photos aren't 100% or aren't the best out there, if you're communicating with your clients and you keep that open line through text or calls or whatever, emails, whatever it is, then they feel comfortable. They, you know, feel comfortable coming back to you. It's more about the relationship, I feel like, than the work. Of course, they want good work, but they have to right. feel comfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so many lash artists have said the exact same thing, like they yes. um, strongly rely on uh, word of mouth, especially for you yes. know their local community. Yeah. And it's still a big part. I think it's always going to be a big part of um, what I mean is the female bonding aspect of the of sure. beauty services yeah. is always going to be like such an integral part of the beauty service industry. Once you build a connection with your artist, you're pretty much going to be like loyal to her. I mean, for you're life. loyal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a hairstylist, right? You're not going to switch up on your exactly. hairstylist. You're going to follow her exactly. to the next city, you know, <laughs> it's all about relationship. I think all relationships are, are like that. I mean, we're obviously talking about business relationships here, but trust and communication are 
I think the number one when it comes to any kind of marketing strategy, especially in this business, just because it's such a personal business. It's such a personal one-on-one thing. I mean, I work in a small studio. It's just me and, you know, it's just the two of us and we can talk about whatever we want to talk about during the appointment. And it's very personal. You know, you get to know each other really well. You do. Yeah. And going back to, um, social media and Instagram, like I do want to agree with you that your Instagram feed is, is awesome. You you. have everything (laughs) like on point color scheme, aesthetic, edited photos. And, um, you know, you, you definitely have a natural talent for it, but I think it's something that a lot of people could learn if they understood the value in that. And, um, you know, it's not just, um, it's like, it's like free advertising for yourself. It it's really kind of like I mean, utilize. You know, it, right? I, I don't know. Websites are kind of like a thing of the past, and now not yes. a thing of the past. You know what I mean? But now, well, for like a lash yeah. artist, your Instagram or your Facebook, whatever your platform is, is like your main, um, your main website, your platform where people message you. They see a library of your work. Yeah, and exactly. so it's important to understand like angles and color schemes, editing, and. Um, you have like a good variety on your feed, I think, which is yeah. what makes keeps people engaged. Yeah, I think a variety of photos, videos, close-ups, like full face. You know, I think that a lot of times clients will gravitate to more of the full face photos because they can kind of see how it's going to look on them. Um, but some do like to get technical and look in on those little, you know, zoomed in photos that are like done with a macro lens or something like that. But yeah, variety is great. Um, I like to add those <laughs> little blurbs of little funny lash things in there and I can add yes. my color scheme in and, and that stuff's all really fun and it's engaging in a different way. I've also found that since I've started posting a lot more personal stuff, like I'll post photos of like what I'm doing on the weekend or if I post photos of like, you know, here's where I take my breaks or whatever it is. And people really love those. I find those are my most popular photos. Because that's engaging for people to get to know who I am. And again, that comes down to the communication, the trust, the friendships that you build, right? Because they want to see who you are as a person, not just your work. Because we are spending quite a bit of time together. And they're trusting me. They're lying with their eyes closed. They're going to be there for, you know, one to two hours, sometimes longer if they're adding a brow service. So it, it's, yeah, it's, it's about trust and it's nice to have that variety for sure. And I think also using, utilizing different platforms for different, depending on what your target market is. Now, if you only want to market to an older clientele, I, some people are not going to like this, but Facebook is a great place. Like I, I have a lot of older clientele that I love from Facebook and I would not have found them if I was only on Instagram. Right. Mm -hmm. And I would not have had some of my younger clientele if I was only on Facebook. I think a good variety is nice, uh, but I definitely get most of my my clientele from Instagram. So I do think that utilizing that, like you say, it's, it's free advertising. Use it, right? Like make it look nice. And even if your photos aren't 100% or they're not the most perfect, post them anyway. You know, like post most of those photos unless they're like completely blurry and you can't see anything but yeah just post them anyway because you never know who it's going to gravitate towards and there's always room to post more on the feed right so I try not to overanalyze myself I know we all kind of can get that way where we think oh is it good enough you know but 
we have to just go for it. Yeah, just put yourself out there. <laughs> right. And um, something you mentioned, like a lot of lash artists have, we've kind of discussed the same thing uh, previously, and I just want to yeah. kind of hone in on this. But um, once you put yourself on Instagram, in such a way, you essentially become like an influencer. So yeah. in a sense, yeah, in a sense, people are interested in you, not just in a professional aspect, for sure. That too, yeah. But then they also want to see the who's the face behind the brand, because it's mm -hmm. your your social media is kind of like your brand, right? So they want to yeah. see your life, your personality. And that's what actually keeps people engaged. They might not live in your area they might not ever get lashes from you but they're yeah. interested in you and of course but they follow the you because eyes, they're interested yes. yeah exactly and yeah. the more I mean, they I talk about that. you and like your stuff the more popularity you gain as well of course yeah I mean I think I I honestly think that that is a huge part of it because they they do my posts about my personal life tend to get the most attention and especially videos and stuff like that too and I I can be a little bit shy when it comes to videos, but I'm trying to put myself out there more. And I do find that. No, you're not. <laughs> you're absolutely not. I feel you're like I am, but maybe I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just them getting to know you a little bit on a personal level. And I have relationships with women all over the world, uh, just from my Instagram and from my business Instagram. Right. And we'll talk about lash things or we'll talk about, personal things and I've grown relationships with these women I've never even met and it's wonderful like and being in the beauty industry it's really connected me with a lot of women and I love it because I was in an industry before where it was not a lot of women and uh I'm I love this I love the community and I love how supportive people are and you know you always worry when you go into different industry if you're going to be accepted if you're going to be you know like if it's if it's going to be okay and I'm happy you're going to enjoy what you do yeah, yeah and I've honestly I've never been happier in a position in a professional way and I mean the professional and personal I think kind of mesh a little bit in lashes and that's something that's also another topic it's a little bit hard sometimes to separate the two but I do enjoy all those wonderful relationships that I now have like all these you know amazing women in my life that I never would have met otherwise yeah, I agree. Yeah. Honestly, I think the best part of working in the industry is working with other women. And yeah. I know that get, women get a lot of bad raps in the professional world. A lot of yes. people say, oh, I hate working with women. And blah, blah, blah. But oh, it's actually, I love it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, we're catty, it's we're bitchy. <laughs> no, it's actually, I, I like it personally. I would prefer it. But um, anyways, back on topic. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so going back to what you said, I actually wanted to ask you this question. Yeah. Um, uh, you're a very busy person, right? How do you balance? Like you said, sometimes your personal life, your lash life, they kind of get yeah, they mixed can kind up of a little a bit, bit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you maintain your work-life balance? You know, you have to promote your business on social media. You actually have to, you know, do your job and, you know, give your clients like the best lashes ever. How do yeah. you like? manage because besides actually life. doing the work there's work outside the work right so mm -hmm. I mean obviously if I'm sitting down for an hour and a half or, an, or two hours to do a lash set that's you know actual work time but you know outside of that I need to 
you know, manage my social media. I need to make sure I'm answering emails. I need to make sure I'm texting people, clients back or messaging them back. I also have to plan my finances. I have to order supplies. I mean, I do everything. I'm all, I, I'm, I'm the entire business. So it's, it is a yeah. lot of work. And um, I do find that I try to limit the amount of clients I take a day. Um, I was for a while there taking too many people on and I was working too late. And it mm-hmm. makes it tough because it's hard to manage, you know, like you start to get exhausted and, and then you start to feel like, am I giving my best? I don't want to be six or seven clients in and be so tired that I'm just, I'm not doing my best work. So right. I've decided now that I take, I try to take three clients a day. I try not to take more. If I do, it's special occasions only like somebody you know, needs lashes for a wedding tomorrow or something like that. But I, I try to find balance in that. It is okay to say no. And um, I think that's a really hard thing for a lot of people. It's hard to say no, but we have to take care of ourselves first because if we don't, then we're not, we're not going to give our best and our clients are going to start to notice it's, you know, your work's going to start to slip. And I also make sure that I have time for a lunch I make sure I get up early enough to have a breakfast, you know, just making sure I have time for myself. And then at the end of the night, after I've done all my social media, I usually sit at my desk for a while after I've actually done my clients. And then I do my social media. I do some of my stuff. I order some of my supplies, things like that. But then I try to shut it off at a certain point. It's like, okay, now I'm not answering emails. I'm not answering any more texts and I'm going to just, you know, like enjoy my time to myself in the evening. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, yeah, just uh, that's about such a good like what works do you, for you. Do you actually do you actually adhere to that, or do you end up like I try to. Overtime? So I do work some overtime, but I do try to, and I'm trying to be better about it. I think in the past I did it a lot more, and I was you know breaking my own boundaries a lot more, but now I I'm trying to do it a lot. I'm trying to do better. <laughs> it's again, it's a balance. It's hard. It's hard to do it. And it is hard to say no. It's something I still struggle with today. But yeah, just knowing when you're tired, when you need to take a break. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're successful when you're turning down clients, <laughs> turning yes. down work, limiting yourself. And I yourself. don't want to, of course, but there does come a point when, yeah, you, you, you do need to. But I and think it's I, fine. I never thought I would be here, you know, looking back four years ago, when I first started doing this, I'm like, I will never be that busy. I'm never going to be one of those women that are just working constantly. Like it'll never happen for me. And I, I mean, it has like, I am, I am really busy and I'm so grateful. Um, I've got wonderful clients and they're loyal and amazing humans. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think once you found like, when once you do you're doing what you love I think it doesn't feel like work and you just wish you could do it all the it's time true, yeah I've never but, woken up in the morning and been like oh another day of work do you know what I mean like when I was in the corporate world I was more like oh I don't want to go to work today but now yeah. I'm excited for every day I, I you know especially you know you get to see your clients it's nice to wake up every day and actually excited to work right yeah I mean it's it's something I didn't experience until I 
you know, started in the beauty industry. I'd be excited for work. Of course, in the beginning, you're very nervous <laughs> because you're right. like, am I doing well? Does she like her lashes? Things like that. But now, I mean, I'm excited to wake up every day and work. And I never felt That's that the in the dream, corporate girl. industry. <laughs> in the corporate well, reality world, for like, us. Yeah, I mean, it's wonderful. I never thought I could have this, you know? And it's it's amazing, yeah. Have you ever felt like imposter syndrome ever? Definitely. I think everybody goes through that. Um, you know, I try to be as authentic as I can. Of course, we all, you know, want to come across as authentic and real. And this is what we represent is who we are. But um, yeah, you definitely do feel like, am I that good? And then you see other, I think the key is not comparing ourselves to other people. Um, and I know it's hard. I mean, it's, it's what we do as humans. I think all of us do it at some point. We all have a bit of insecurity, but yeah, I think trying not to compare ourselves to other people is key in that just looking at your growth. And I think one of the things that's really cool is looking at my old work and seeing how far I've come. Right. Because yeah, I think we can all feel a little bit of like, am I good enough? Is, is it good enough? Like, do they love their lashes? You know? Am I just portrayed a totally different way online than who I really am? Like, you know, it's, I think key is not comparing ourselves to others. And I mean, of course I still struggle as well, but. Mm, right. Yeah. So Christine, it's been so fun talking to you and I can't believe like the time is going by so quickly. I know it has flown by. Um, <laughs> crazy. So yeah. um, I just want to maybe end off on, on this on this note, do you have any like advice for any aspiring lash artists out there or maybe beginners who are looking to build a thriving lash business for themselves? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think utilizing the tools like Instagram and things like that are great, but um, just practicing and just getting your confidence up because I know in the beginning, it was really scary. When I first stepped into my first lash like course, and I sat down and I started trying to lash on that mannequin head. I was like, this is the most difficult thing I've ever done. I don't know how I'm going to get here. You know, it was scary. Just keep going. I think is the best advice I can give. Like, just keep pushing, keep practicing. Call your best friend, call your aunt, call your mom. Just pr practice on anybody you can practice on because you will get better. And don't worry about time. I think that's another thing people stress out about. This last shot's taking me four hours. Oh my God, you know, things like that. Just do what you can. Time, speed comes. It comes in time. Just the more you practice, the faster you get. I thought I would never get there. And now I'm pulling out, you know, um, a lash set in under two hours and I'm doing a fill in an hour to an hour and a half, which is yeah. what I never thought I'd be able to do because I used to be taking hours and hours to do those sets, right? But just, I mean, practice, 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 practice. Like, I know it sounds so cliche, but it really does help. Nobody's perfect in the beginning. It all takes us, it all takes time. And also perfection. I don't even like that word. Maybe we shouldn't even use that word. Perfection is not, it, we don't need to be perfect. You find your style. You'll find what you like in time. And then girls will gravitate towards that because they'll like your work and they'll like you who you are as a person. And like I said, communication, practice. It all helps. And could yeah. you quickly maybe touch on 
the importance of ongoing education, proper certification. Because yeah. yeah, you, you do a bit of training yourself, right? Or, I or have, you just... yeah, I have quite a few certificates um, on my wall here behind, <laughs> behind the, the computer. Um, I try to, you know, update my education. I feel like lash styles and trends are constantly changing and it's something we do need to stay on top of and there's great courses out there even if they're an online course like there's great online courses you guys offer wonderful courses like people can yeah and there's in-person training there's online training I think that doing a little bit of online training here and there but an in-person course is definitely important when you're first starting you need someone I feel like to really help you show you physically because if you don't have someone there to actually help you it's very overwhelming and I'm so glad I did an in-person course when I first started but I've definitely upgraded you know I've taken different volume courses different lash style courses things like that and it really helps you to grow and learn new techniques because hey things are always changing and you know something you have learned last year maybe you learn a new technique and you find, oh, it's way better for me. It just works better, you know? So yeah, I mean, right. education is definitely good. Always staying on top of it. I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, you're absolutely right that um, training certification is so important, especially in person or like yeah. a hybrid. Um, yeah, uh, I like def- to do a bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And um we do offer like LLBA, we offer really good in-person training and online. Yes. And also we have a lot of free resources, shameless mm-hmm. plug moment. We have a lot of free resources. Our blog is actually really awesome. YouTube channel has a lot of great yeah. tutorials and um, our Instagram of uh, content and, you know, tips, tricks. We work with creators such as Christine mm-hmm. to, you know, and we're going to be working yeah. with uh, many more, hopefully in the future as well. Just it, it's not like formal education, but it, it helps you, right? It's a free resource. It kind of I helps love those to- videos. I love seeing yeah. new techniques and things like that. Yes. Well, we'd love to have you back maybe to discuss another topic. Um, yeah. We would love to talk to you about like maybe authenticity, creativity, any topic. I think you could yeah. speak really For well sure. on. And um, yes, so this podcast keeps getting chopped up. But basically, what I wanted to say is in training, uh, in training, uh, in in person training, in person training, yes, for a lash artist, and um, definitely get certified, get multiple certifications, keep up to date, just like Christine is doing with your knowledge at all times on different Mm -hmm. skills and trends and styles and stuff like that I mean trends alone I mean they're constantly changing right you want to stay on top of it you want to be able to offer your clients those trends they're seeing on Instagram also ladies keep in mind that a lot of stuff on Instagram can be overly edited so I would uh (laughs) I would also make sure that you know you're staying authentic and not over editing your photos that's another tip I would give be truthful in your photos right (laughs) but uh, that is another topic for a whole other (laughs) thank you so much Christine it's so much fun talking to you and you're so easy to talk so much that's why we love working with you and we want to thank you so much for all the work you've done with us and we really just like love having you on the podcast 
um hopefully one day we can meet in person that would be so yes awesome. I would love that I would love to come see the come see the the studio and the headquarters yes, and everything That'd fly be so out cool. to BC. <laughs> 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 so thank you so much for joining us um if you guys want to follow Christine or um check out what she has to offer please check her out all of her links are going to be um in the description of YouTube and um we are also on Spotify as well so check us out on Spotify follow us on IG subscribe to the YouTube channel and um thank you so much for watching don't forget to check out our website llbprofessional.com so thanks Christine, so much for having me yeah thank thanks so much for having me it was wonderful us. So much fun. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was so much fun. All right. Thank you so much. And um, until next time. Awesome. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.